welcome to your rockstar podcast show a podcast to understand personal success stories from successful people each month we'll cover topics on achievements and technology so let's dive in in today's podcast we'll talk about christian martins who is founder of the financial fox first of all thanks to christian for taking his time to speak with us today so christian please give us a brief outline of your careers so far sure so i'm a finance analyst at craft heinz but i'm also the founder as you're saying of the financial fox that is basically a startup company in which we try to pursue data analytics and machine learning and basically just to democratize the access to these technologies to everyone as part of my my career sorry so well i'm originally from mexico my background is in international business i was working in ge oil and gas and then i moved to to switzerland to work in the world trade organization and the united nations i wanted to pursue higher education so i decided to come to melbourne around 5 years ago to do a masters in finance and like data analytics in monash business school and at that time i was also involved in the melbourne entrepreneurial ecosystem so i was working for a startup called dot travel and that's where i was very interested about the startup ecosystem and that's where i decided to found this like non for profit initiative called the financial fox and i have been doing that for about 2 years now and i also after my masters i wanted to work in a multinational company so i got myself a role in craft heinz the food company as a finance analyst Yeah, that's I think the the quick overview of of my career so far. Yeah, your your background is pretty cool. So so you went from over came from overseas, did a bit of struggle, and and then you settled down here as as entrepreneur as well. It's same for me. So uh, I came here as a student in IT. So I did my masters, did some of uh, the hard yards, and then I uh, I end up running my own IT company. So. coming from overseas is not always easy so you have to do a lot of hard yards and it's a lot of uh, hard work you need to go through before you become successful so good on you and christian and how long you been uh, doing oh sorry you said you already doing this role for 2 years am i right uh yep yeah yeah so yep, around 2 years. years now yep cool cool and and christian what made you to decide to become an entrepreneur so how did you have that attitude uh, of winner and not not the winner yeah so basically I started to be part of the like the Melbourne ecosystem, the Melbourne entrepreneurial ecosystem, by attending different like events in in Meetup, uh, from Eventbrite, different uh, conferences such as the Intersect uh, FinTech Festival, that is the largest mm-hmm. FinTech festival in Australia. The Melbourne New Co. I was a volunteer in in that one as well, and basically I tried to to be very active in the startup ecosystem because mm-hmm. I really like. like basically like these startups that are trying to tackle big problems and like getting like very entrepreneurial mindset and i wanted to be part of it not just as a person working in a startup but also to have like my own uh, personal project my own startup so i started to see like a couple of of ideas uh, on what i could do and talking to my to my partner i was like telling her that I wanted to to be part of this ecosystem we were like um brainstorming a couple of ideas 
And mm. basically, one of the, the main ideas was helping other students and recent graduates to get their first industry-related opportunity in Australia, uh, which is a thing that a lot of us, we struggle to do so. So basically, we started like that. We um, I started to like, test the market to talk to different of the, of the possible users of this, this platform, this initiative. And I started to, let's say, creating small MVP, like a small like, mini mobile product, and then just start like organizing like, events, you know, organizing courses, workshops. At first, especially in like finance and tech. I remember I used to organize like monthly networking event for young professionals in Melbourne back then, like in, around like two years ago, two years ago. And also like different like courses from BBA, from Python, from Tableau, SQL. And then I started to to do that, and I started to have a stronger interest interest in data analytics and machine learning. So then we try to, to combine all of these areas of, of expertise and then create more more content, more courses, more more workshops, and basically just to like again democratize the access to, to these technologies for everyone. And yeah, that's how I started and that's why I continue to, to do it until until now. Yep. And from, from this conversation, what I'm understanding is you are a professional from finance and you want to correlate finance with uh, financial with, with tech industry. And you are also gained some experience on SQL, R SQL. I think basically R SQL is running, running queries on big data or something like that. And how do you came across it from financial background, learning this uh, Python, uh, SQL, R SQL uh, sort of technical things? Yeah, so when I was doing my master's degree at Monash, basically I had to choose between like different elective units. And then one of the of the things that really interested me at that time was funds management. So how to, to manage like a, a fund. And talking to, to different people from that industry, they told me what one of the, the key skills to have was uh, data analytics and finance analytics. So I started to research how to get exactly like that skill. And I already knew Excel at that time. So I was like, okay, I'm already proficient with this. But then if I want to handle more data, then I started to, to look elsewhere. The first point was to learn VBA, like basically the, the coding environment for, for Excel. But then just after that, like it, it was still not that robust for the things that I wanted to do. So I decided again, like talking to more people, they recommend me um, to start learning R and Python. A lot of people went from for either prefer Python or other people prefer R. And I decided to, to learn both and then just to try to understand both like their pros and cons of, of each language. And suddenly I discovered also like SQL, which was a very good, again, skill to have. So I started to try to, to learn that one as well. When I finished to learn all of those, I started to see that one of the key things that, that I really liked was data visualization. I saw these um, other tools like Power BI and Tableau that they were pretty useful to, to that. So I started to learning also those ones. And then at the very end, I started to see like the overall picture, like all of these different technologies, different skills, they were combined in machine learning, in, in like in artificial intelligence. So I decided to learn a little bit more of, of that, of machine learning, of data science. And basically that's where I am at now at this stage, I think. 
good man and and christian i like your uh, learning attitude so uh, as it is rightly said still water gets stagnant and uh, learning is the way to go more you learn uh, better perfectionist you are so it is ri- rightly said as well success is 99% perspiration and 1% inspiration so good on you man so because you came from overseas and as i said you have done a lot of hard yard and you're still doing a lot of hard work and you have that right attitude to become the successful entrepreneur and and christian what are the best resources that have helped you along the way so far yeah definitely so like i i have done a lot of learning online so i really like those platforms like um edx like coursera like uh, udemy uh, to start learning the at first like the basics of it then that's like the, the first tier of, of platforms that I normally recommend and normally like. Then I also use these ones called DataQuest. It's another platform that is basically like to, to get different type of, of skills. And then really, it's there's a lot of knowledge online. So I also learned about another one called DataCamp. It's very similar to DataQuest. But apart from those courses... There are also like, let's say these micro credentials in LinkedIn. There's like lindia.com again from LinkedIn. There are endless YouTube videos that you can actually use for, for learning. And then apart from that, that that's like all the online resources that I normally use. I also really like to, to read a couple of books about these technologies, about like data analytics, machine learning. I started with one from Harvard Business Review called HBR Guide to Data Analytics, Basics for Managers. But I moved also to, to learn from other different books. Uh, there's this publisher called O'Reilly that they have these very good books as well on like SQL, Python, machine learning, stuff like that. And I guess that that's two of my main ones. So like courses and then books. But at the same time, I feel like talking to people in the industry is really good. So what I used to do before was attending these events, again, like uh, from Meetup, from Eventbrite, to start talking to data scientists, data analysts, people like in the in this industry, and then ask them like different questions. Basically, just like converse with them and then getting answers, but also getting even more questions uh, in my mind. And now, obviously, like with COVID-19, that there are like not these events happening in person. There are a lot of these events happening online. So I still try to attend uh, a lot of those. But then the last thing that I also do is trying to connect with people in the industry in LinkedIn and then just like try to develop meaningful relationships with them. Again, just like to, to learn more about like the, the environment. So yeah, I think I did, I do these four things too. Okay, I think business is all about all about increasing your networking through LinkedIn, through forums, through attending the live events, the road shows, and all that stuff. And and Christian, what I have understand from the conversation, you are reading a lot of books uh, from the technical side of things. Are you reading any entrepreneurial books as well? So, for example, Think and Grow, grow Rich or uh, uh, Switage, like Think and Grow Rich, which talk about the thirteen principles which make you a successful um, entrepreneur, something like that. So. Have you been uh, reading any entrepreneurial uh, books l- lately? Yeah, definitely. Like one of my favorite ones is this one called The Lean Startup from mm. Eric Rice. That it's really, really good. I think I have read it a couple of times already uh, because all of, all of the, the different things that it said about how to, to actually, like, again, like run a startup, start your own project. 
the other one that is like also really famous but I really really like the Scrum book the Scrum book right that is again basically just like on the, the Scrum methodology really helped me when I was starting all of these like entrepreneurial journey so I guess those two are my favorite ones I'm starting to read one that actually like my partner just got to me for my birthday called mm -hmm. Lean Enterprise from oh. Riley and then it's like from Humble, Molesky and Riley. I haven't started yet, but it's my next one on my on my book list. And there's another one also like someone well recommended me or I think I I, I uh, learned about it in a podcast or something called Atomic Habits from James mm. Clear that I still also like is in my on my reading list right now. So yeah, yeah, like I really like again like try to like read, learn, and then keep keep myself motivated, but also keep myself like updated, uh, update with all of these new again, like technologies, but also like methodologies. There's another one very good one which is uh, Slight Edge, and it talked about uh, how you can get success in in their life, and it it also said like there is a there is a hairline difference between success and failure, and it is all about your habits. So I'll request uh, I will request our audience to read uh, this book as well, uh, which which name is uh, Sly Slight Edge uh, by Jeff Ollison. It is a good book to read. And uh, these days, oh, everyone is time poor. poor. They have to do they have to shuffle a lot of things in a minute. So there is also a good idea to have a audio book. So if you can't spend time reading the books, you can have audio book installed on your iPhone or your Android phone. And you can listen on the way you're sitting on the train or you're driving or it, it will save your time. So uh, this is also good methodologies uh, to increase your knowledge uh, if you are time poor. And uh, Christian, uh, do you follow any role, mod role models? Do you have any role models to follow? I would say that yes, it's a pretty cliche one, I guess. <laughs> uh, but ever since I was like much younger, I really had these futuristic dreams, I guess. So I started reading books by Isaac Asimov. And then I was reading about like, like flying cars, robots, going to space, space exploration, um, going to Mars, stuff like that. So mm -hmm. after a while, I saw Elon Musk and all of the initiatives that he was been doing. And then I think ever since one of the, the I guess like role models that I tried to follow, it's it's him oh yeah and it is also rightly said like if you follow a role model one day you will get very close to him or you will become uh, something like the role model and which is good to know good to know and having not a role model is like a ship without rudder you don't have a, any directions to follow like if you follow elon musk which i think a kind of dreamer but his dreams are pretty pretty big and and he he, he tries to bring um, dreams into reality. So like he built the electronic cars, which were, which which never happened until a few years ago. So yeah, good to know, Christian. And Christian, what one thing uh, you wish you had known uh, before you started your career to make you successful? Any, any one formula, like did you have any secret formula which make you successful or it was just big-headed hard work uh, which you have done to reach here? Yeah, actually, like, one of the of the key things that I wish I would have known is the power of like, let's say, like incremental change. So one of the things that I have learned throughout is that at first I I always had like very big dreams as well, 
and I thought like, okay, I really want to, to attain this or that, uh, but I didn't know how. But then whenever I try to minimize a dream and then put it like in different buckets on how to attain that, and then trying to, to get, again, like that like incremental change, this incremental improvement on myself, but also like on my projects. And then mm-hmm. just like try to work one day at a time towards a goal and then basically like try to visualize the, the results that were happening day on day. That has been really helpful for my career. Because again, like even for many entrepreneurs, if we have like big dreams, big hopes, uh, big projects, you also try to make that still have like that big dream, but have smaller goals and try to make this um, incremental change, this different set of activities in order to be able to attain goal after goal after goal. So I think that was one of the of the key ones. And the second one as well was like the power, as, as you were saying, like the power of, of connections on developing like these meaningful relationships with people. When I first arrived uh, to Australia like five years ago, I didn't know anyone in here. I didn't have any connections at all. And it was really tough at first to start making like the, the first connection, to send, send that first cold email before or cold message on, on LinkedIn. But after I started to do it quite a while, quite, quite a bit of times, I started to have like um, conversations, then relationships, these meetings even with different people that I didn't know. And I learned a lot from them. And again, it was just like the power of like sending a message, ask them if you want to, if you could meet them for, for a coffee, for a lunch or something. Even now, like I still do it from time to time, obviously more like virtually because of them current status of, of the world but then i guess like those those two and i was reading this book called thousand linkedin lunches so she was a she was a lady and she was very shy and she she was a uh, she was an immigrant as well and she wrote a book how she managed to uh, increase his networking and his relationship via linkedin so what she was basically doing is as you said she was sending the cold message and cold emails to people for the for the lunches and one hour who accepted it she was having a lunch with them and she was saying that she has grown into uh, such a successful entrepreneur and uh, she learned a lot from from the people she had lunches with so i think that is a good book to read as well that's good and christian like what turns you on uh, i mean there's no roses and sunshines every day sometimes we feel down how you keep yourself up? You read any motivational books or you listen to motivational music? What keeps you there? What keeps you up when you, when you are not when you are down? Yeah, definitely. No, like one of the um, of the um, like I do read a couple of like motivational books. I I always really like them. But I guess that one of the key things uh, to keep me motivated, to keep me like with that drive of being better every day, is really again on the power of like relationships and like meaningful relationships so i think like always to have someone in your life it could be like your parents or it could be like your partner in in my case it's is the second one to to have her in my life and be able to like communicate with her all of my hopes and dreams and also like my plans to attain them uh, that's one of the key things that keep me motivated every day I still like like to to read a lot of books to um 
look even like motivational uh, videos online or again like sometimes sometimes I'm uh, motivational podcast as well but I think like apart from all of that just like having that one key person in your life that's a very important thing for every entrepreneur and again like again, I probably think like for every professional or every person in life so it can be uh, for different people different type of relationships so it, again it can be like your parents it can be your kids it can be your partner it can be your friends but having that person or persons like different type of people in your life i think that's a very important thing for for keep you motivated and keep you again like knowing what you want to, to attain and 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 christian how, how you how you define how you define success i can see i was going through your website and i saw your fine list of young leaders in finance 2018 award so how you how you maintain success what is your mantra for the success yeah i think like throughout my my life and my career success have looked like different type of things different type of goals at different stages of my life I remember when I was like 15, 16 years old, one of the dreams that I had in life was to work in an international organization, such as the United Nations. And then when I attained that in 2015, was really one of the, the, the most special moments in, in my life, in my career so far. So for me at that time, was was that. That was uh, success for me like. But then again, Things happened, I attained um, my goal. So then I had to pursue a different one. And then at that time, again, it was like just to, to end up with a master's degree in another part of the world, different than Mexico. So the same thing. I tried to attain that, came to Australia, did it. So then I feel like this success, it's an ever-changing point in my, in my life. Mm-hmm. Like I always try to attain the different goals. At this stage, for example, what I want to attain professionally, again, it's to be to become a finance manager um, mm-hmm. in Crowdfinance. So that's my next step in my career, in which I'm I'm trying like really hard to do it. But at the same time, um, also like to lead to lead big group of people into like big data into data analytics into like industry 4.0 again in as for now in in this multinational company that i work for like crowdfinds so i think like those two are my how success looks like for me at mm. least on the next um 12 months 12 to 18 months and again like after i attain that i think it will change but yeah as for now that it is like just like very clearly defined i guess for, for myself cool cool and i think clarity in your goals make a big difference so if you're more clear what you're going to achieve you will because there are 10 10 other things to do but if you have a clarity a vision to do to do what you're going to do that will define your success and which is i was very happy to know that you have a very clear vision so what is your biggest failure so far and did you learn anything from it yeah definitely one of again like my hopes and dreams that I had uh, even as a kid was to study in a U.S. Ivy League school. So I grew up, uh, growing up like I really wanted to go to either to Harvard, to Yale, um, to the MIT, some of those schools. 
I remember uh, going to Boston as a kid, like 12, 13 years old, and then be able to walk through that institution, like really like uh, touched me. I was like really wanting to, to be a student in one of those institutions. So fast forward to around 2014, I saw this program in my university in Mexico to go to study one year in Yale University in the U.S. I I thought like that would be like the the one of the best things in my life, like with the opportunity of a lifetime, and uh, really to study in there. I applied to to try to get it. I skipped like I went on like filter and filter and filter and uh, different like I had to write essays. I had to do exams. I had to do like different interviews with different people in order to to get to this final interview with the dean of of Yale. I did the interview. I thought I, I could get it, but then at the end, I didn't. Someone else uh, from Mexico, like it was an opportunity I guess, for one or two people uh, in Mexico to do to do this special program. So someone else got it. Um, and I think like at that stage, that was one of the, my biggest uh, failures to like couldn't attend, attain that. And the thing like I... Learned like at first I was like very upset with myself like I was trying to um, rationalize like why I I couldn't get it, but then I think like looking backwards I think like it was something that had to happen. Something like okay maybe like I didn't attend that, but then I could attend different other goals in my life. So I learned like the value of like okay if you don't get to one particular goal then you can either pivot to a different goal and it's okay. It's okay to fail. It's okay to don't attain every single of your objectives, every single of your goals. Uh, but then, okay, if that's not done, you can't do it anymore, then try to attain a different thing. Still, again, with that, I guess, like, North Star in your life, like, okay, knowing with clarity what do you want to attain at the very, very end. But then um, every step, would be different somehow. So yeah, I think like that one was one of the of the key ones. Cool. Thanks a lot again for taking your time to speak with us today, Christian. Have a nice day. Thank you so much.